You know, I don't keep time. <laughs> I know. I did. I did because I wanted to make sure. And then the timer came up. So it was fine. Okay. We're wasting this recording time right now. Speaking of time. <laughs> are we wasting it or are we creating fantastic content? Shall we begin? Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Claiming Zero. We're still here. They haven't pulled the plug on us. I'm Vanessa, <laughs> and there's Dallas. Hi, Dallas. Hey, Vanessa. Hey, everybody else. Yes, we are still here, and we're so, 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 so lucky and so happy to be here um, basically almost every day. <laughs> really? <laughs> Let's be real. Let's really? be real. <laughs> you know, sometimes you have an off day, and that's okay. Even child-free people have an off day. <laughs> yes. And that is very much a thing. Like, I don't know about you, but sometimes I have that guilt of like, I can't complain about things. I have nothing to complain about. I get sleep every night. Rah, rah, rah. And it's like, uh-huh. no, you can feel overwhelmed. It's okay. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. At least Dallas totally tells acceptable. me it's okay. So I'm going with that. <laughs> <laughs> and Demi told us it's okay not to be okay. That's right. I'm going to get a shirt that says Dallas and Demi say it's okay. Mm-hmm. And then no, don't I- be confused because Demi has a sister named Dallas and it's not me. <laughs> I'll work on it. Demi Surprise! and Dallas and then in very small letters, not her sister. Yeah. So- <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, if you're wondering, this is a little bit of a weird topic. We're doing something very different and we're excited about it. The topic of, of content creators in the child-free community Mm-hmm. This is something that we were very lucky to stumble upon, not one, but two different artists. And we debated this because we're like, okay, we could do it as an interview, right? Mm-hmm. But we're like, you know what? These ladies have worked really hard and they yeah. do work every day for the child-free community. They deserve their own special episodes. Mm-hmm. So yes. um, what we're doing that you might've noticed, it says part one, there's part one and part two. Uh, today, we had the pleasure of speaking with Miss Tanya Williams, who is in Australia, which is awesome. Yes! <laughs> We're international now, baby. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, so she is joining us. She's not She's not here yet, but she's going to join us here in a second to talk about all that she does for the child-free community, which is a lot, Dallas. Like, of all- Oh, my gosh. She makes, she puts us yes. to shame. <laughs> mm-hmm. She works hard. She works hard that. for the money so hot for the money yeah but um she's lovely and she's wonderful and so today's episode is dedicated to her and like what she does for the child-free community and then tomorrow i know on a wednesday what are we thinking we're gonna throw you for a loop (laughs) (laughs) on a wednesday we're going to release the second part which is with lily and lily is created a child-free song yes you get to hear that tomorrow and you get to yes. get it stuck in your head, which is great. Oh yeah. No, we, we've got an anthem now, y'all. We are take it over. <laughs> Don't worry. I do not sing on her song or any of her songs. She is beautiful vocalist and I am not. Backup singers, Dallas. We could just do the like, you know, like the Shana Paul <laughs> clap, clap, clap. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. That's right. Just in the back, just <laughs> drop a beat. Boom, boom. All right, we're going to stop bothering you now. Okay, without further ado, Here is our lovely interview with Tanya Williams. Tanya, thank you so much for joining us today. We are so excited because this this was something to set up in multiple time zones because you are joining us. Tell all the listeners where you're joining us from. 
Brisbane, Australia. Which is amazing and definitely on our bucket list. Dallas and I were like, ooh. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we got to make a trip out. <laughs> it's a terrible place to live. Not. <laughs> <laughs> I love not. Nope. Living your best life. That's right. Um, for, for listeners who just may not know who you are, why don't you just kind of give us an overview of who you are and what it is you do? Sure. So um, I'm the author of a child-free happily ever after, which uh, was an Amazon number one bestseller three years ago when it launched. I can't believe it's been three years. Nice. Um, I've also created child-free magazines. We've had a couple of issues of child-free magazine in the last 12 months. Um, and I have an online community on, um, at a child-free happily ever after. So I have a bunch of free resources and downloads for people. And you know, my goal in, in, in our child-free community is to see how we can change the dialogue from um, judgment and criticism to support and acceptance and just educate people outside of the child-free community about what are the right and wrong right right and wrong types of conversations and statements and and so forth to have because I think certainly within the child-free community we're having those conversations and we know what we don't want to hear and so forth but the next step in this equation is to really take that further um, so we're educating parents and governments and media and church and, you know, all these other people where a lot of the criticism and judgment, judgment comes from. So sure. it's really looking at much more of a bigger picture and, and helping people navigate this and letting them also know they're not alone because there are people who are living in communities where they feel like they're the only person that doesn't want children and they feel very isolated and alone. And it's important that um, we have, you know, a child-free community that supports them and say, hey, we're here for you. You, you aren't alone. And, you know, there are millions of people just like you. Absolutely. I would agree with that. And I think that's something that, you know, just hearing you talk about it, like, let's educate people. Like, that's something that I think you're right. In, in amongst ourselves, we talk about it. But like outside of that, it's kind of awkward at times, right? Um, so you said the book was three years ago. Is that when you started everything or when, how did you get into doing this? the catalyst for everything so I um I mean I didn't really realize there was a child-free movement I suppose um it was, wasn't something that I had actively gone looking for myself before I had written the book and the book ironically enough took nine months to from idea to <laughs> to um launch um, I love that <laughs> which I didn't plan so that's why I said that was my baby it took literally took nine months um so yeah, I couldn't have planned that if I had have tried. And um, yeah, and it was just once I wrote, once I started doing the research, that's when I realized how many other platforms and books and things and so forth were out there for the child-free community. Now, since I've launched that, I, I think certainly in the last 12 months, we've just seen an explosion of child-free channels, podcasts, books, con all sorts of content, which I think is, is fantastic. So there wasn't as much around and obviously as more and more pe people have become aware of, you know, what a child-free life looks like and, and people maybe who are undecided about what that choice is for them, then there's more and more content creators and more and more people going, hey, we're out here and this is what we need to say and this is the, the, the message that we need to spread with the rest of the world. So I think that's that's fantastic. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was a pro as I said, it was a process for me. Really, once I started doing the research to write the book, I went, oh, wow, oh, I'm not alone. Um, you right. know, because for many years, I've, I only knew a couple of people in my life who were vocal about being child free as well because most people you will you'd wonder oh, I wonder if they want kids or if you know whereas I was always quite vocal about it so um, I think these days um, we're seeing 
you know, a, a big part of the, the child-free community are very open and vocal about their choice, um, which, is, which is fantastic because the more we try and normalise this as an option, hopefully then that obviously has an impact on changing that negative criticism and, and um, you know, judgment that we all get. Yeah, Absolutely. exactly. Um, I'm curious, is this something, the the content and the everything you've put, obviously you put a lot of time and energy into creating a book and beyond that, is this something that you kind of put your, I mean, is this everything, this is your whole, not your whole life, but you know, this is this everything yeah. you do? No, no, no. So I have three businesses. Um, wow. So my day-to-day business is a digital marketing business. So that's what I do day-to-day. That's what pays the bills. Okay. Um, and that often is what funds, you know, some of these projects that I do within the, within my the Child Free Happily Ever After. So, um, so I, I'm a digital marketer. I also have a pet sitting in um, business as well. So I'm Aww. surrounded by puppies at the moment. Oh, <laughs> sleep under my desk because it actually fits really well with what I do. Because I work from home, mm-hmm. it's easy to have you know dogs come and stay and so forth, which I absolutely love. So that mm-hmm. just that's the the stuff that fills the heart. And and my Child Free stuff is is what well, I suppose it was, a, I'd call it a side, a side hustle that doesn't really pay, pay the bills as such, mm-hmm. but you know, you, you don't get rich on, on writing books. That's for sure. It's still paying for itself. Um, <laughs> but it's, you know, it's about um, being part of a, of a bigger picture and, and a bigger community. So, you know, I, I am inspired every day by the likes of Marsha Drew Davis, um, for example, and we've become, we've become friends through, you know, the conversations and the work that we're doing and, and so forth, because, you know, she's a pioneer in this, in this area. Um, and she always says to me, oh, you're my torch barrel. You can continue the work. And it's just like, <laughs> we're, all, we're all continuing the work. And, you know, she, I mean, she's the same. She loves the fact there are so many younger people coming through that are going, hey, I'm going to be really vocal about this because she couldn't do that. Mm-hmm, um, right. When she came out as being child-free in 1971 or whatever it was, you know, so it's, it's great to see, um, you know, those types of things happening. Yeah. Like I, I agree with like what you're saying as far as like, you know, there's, there's now generations of this. And what I love about the, they're not necessarily products, but like the stuff that you offer, is it, there's something for everyone. Right. So like one of the things I was just telling Dallas about, which I think it hasn't launched yet, but is it Framily? Is that how you say it? The app? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, there's a part, of, again, it's part of this bigger picture. Um, one of the things that people often say when it comes to, you know, choosing to be child-free is who's going to look after you when you get older, right? Mm-hmm. Right. You hear it all the time, it's like, well, there's no guarantee that your kids are going to look after you, but you can think whatever you need to think to get through. <laughs> yeah, but, um, but it's like, I think one of the things that COVID highlighted was the fact that you don't actually have to have immediate family around you to get help and support and so forth. And it just, it got me thinking about why don't we have this concept of family, which is friends being family um, in the workplace and outside the workplace. So when we talk about, you know, one of my big beefs is, is the issues in the workplace of, you know, only, only mothers can have time off and, and work part-time. And yeah, there's all these rules and mores in, in workplaces that are only for, for mums. And it's just like, well, other people have caring responsibilities and other things that they need, they want to do in their life and so forth. And they're all a lifestyle choice, just like being a mother is. Mm-hmm. So how do we extend that further? So the idea of the family app was to, one, to see if there was an interest in it before we build it, but ha- build this network of, of child-free people 
um, around the, the world that are, you know, are getting older and may need support around them where they can say, you know, I don't have a child that can come and pick me up and take me somewhere or we can go and do something together. But we have this network of child-free people who go, hey, yeah, well, I'm child-free and, well, you know, why don't we go and do this together? Or I can pick you up and take you to the doctor's appointment or I can come and fix the light globe for you or you know, just, just to have this network of family Mm-hmm. Um, or like-minded people so that's the, the idea um, and you know if we get the the take up and the demand for people going hey we want to do something like that then the idea would be that we can build an app um, where it allows you to access that so it, that's a that's a bit of a longer term vision but it's, sure. it's vision nonetheless I think it's awesome I'm excited I can't wait I'm like I'll be the first one to sign up and be like hey does anyone want to go with me to this thing because <laughs> Well, yeah. And I think that's really important because we know just by seeing it ourselves that the moms have their armies and they Mm -hmm. are connected so strong to their, which is, which is great because they need support, you know, for each other, but we, we do too. And to know that you may not have a whole lot in common, but your choice to be child-free and to have your, you know, independence and do the things you want to do, that doesn't have to go away just because, your kids who maybe hate you don't want to take you, you know, to go to the doctor and to go do your thing. Like, <laughs> we're yeah. here for you. And that's what our community as a whole, I think Vanessa and I both have noticed since starting this basically a year ago now have seen, this is a strong, big community. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree with that. And, and, you know, like it, it can get a little blurry. Like we're talking about like, Oh, moms have this and we don't have that as women. Right. And what I love is in one of your articles, I think recently you hit on this point that just because um, just because we're child free, that doesn't reflect another person's choice to be a mom. Right. And then their choice to be a mom doesn't doesn't affect us like it's separate. We're both just doing the best we can. Can you expand a little bit on that? And that way people can get an idea of like what to expect from your content that you create. Yeah, look, I think it's really important. Like I've always been um, my message has always been around what I call the C word, which is choice. Women should be doing things that are right for them. So, you know, I have very good friends that have children. One of my best friends has four kids. You know, I love spending time with her and um, and spending time with the kids and being like an auntie and a mentor to them and giving them advice and helping them through. But I don't want that full time. Um, and for me, I think it's just important that women support each other's choices in general. So I think what I've felt is often parents can get offended by the fact that I say, oh my God, I don't want kids. When you say you have, you know, when they ask that question, I'm like, oh God, no, thanks. You know, and they're like, oh, they, they get so offended. And I'm like, why are you offended? You know, I don't, I'm not offended that you've got three kids, you know, right. like why are you offended for the fact that I don't have children? And I think it's about having these conversations and saying to people, what my choice isn't a reflection of your choice. I'm just doing what's right for me, just like you're doing what's right for you. And I think we need to be honest about those conversations rather than, you know, it's not one side against the other. It's not us versus them. Yes. And what often I think parents in particular um, think that it is, it thinks they think that we're having a go at them in their life. So, and, I, and I know that there are child-free people who hate kids, want nothing to do with them <laughs> at all, and are quite yeah. horrible about the whole thing. And that's, you know, that's, that's up to them. But for me, I just think we should be respectful of each other's choices and we should be able to have a conversation. You know, I've had conversations with my um, friends that are that are parents and whatever, and they understand my point of view. I understand their point of view. They love their life. I love my life. We all happily coexist and we're happy for each other and our choices. And I think mm-hmm. 
that's what we need. We should all have that. We shouldn't be like, oh my God, you're, you're a parent. Oh my, I'm so sad for you. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's, yeah. <laughs> I just think, if, and if you want respect as a child-free person, you also have to give respect to them for the choice they've made. You can't have it both ways, you know? So I think it's really important that, and that's why I write those type of articles um, because they're addressing conversations that we need to have more of in society and, and, and just get people thinking about it more to go, actually, yeah, i I shouldn't be upset by the fact that you've chosen that choice because our choices aren't a reflection on each other. They're a reflection on for our own life. Yeah, I, I like that because I, I just, you know, I think about scrolling on Instagram, you know, not people you're following, just the random things you see. Like there's some like, you know, memes and stuff about how being a mom is so like silly and the kids do like this gross things. I'm like, that makes me laugh. Like I am okay with that content. I am like, give it to me. It's funny. I've got nieces and nephews, you know, I, I enjoy kids and you know, they do weird stuff. So like that kind of crossover of like, we're not here to be like, nope, mom, stay away. This is just our community. It's, it's just, we're just want to support each other. And we have, you know, there's plenty of things that, that we can share and, and crossover and content. And, and I think that that's, that's really incredible what you're doing with, with everything and how you've taken it this far. <laughs> Sometimes I share content that might be some sort of a funny, you know, kid related thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I have mum friends who will love it, like and go, oh my God, that's so funny. Okay. And it might be having a bit of a dig at a kid or like it, like it's, I try to never do anything that's offensive. Mm-hmm. But they'll be like, oh my God, that's so true, you know, and like they'll, <laughs> agree with it and they'll think it's funny as well. So I think we forget that they've got a sense of humor as well. They know that, well, most people know that their kids aren't perfect angels. <laughs> they do do naughty things and you know what I mean? So I think you just, so I think some people take it a little bit too seriously as well and say, hey, we're just all trying to do our best. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I think if we just have mutual respect and that just, it's just better for everybody. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and one of the things I love that you're you're an advocate for and something that I enjoy from your content is you, you've said before, like, we, we can whine, we complain, right? Or we can create positive change. So there's, uh, I think there's a way for people to sign up to get these like practical, um, the practical ways, right? So can you talk yeah. a little bit about what that is and how people can get that information? I've got a couple of different downloads. I've got one for that's particularly for the workplace. So how you can manage some of the criticism and, and positive things you can do and respond to, to things that are happening in the workplace. And I also created one for parents. So if you've got um, um, friends who are parents, it's a little guide of say, well, give this to them and say, this is what you shouldn't be saying to me and mm. the conversations that, you know, just as a practical thing. So you can help your parent friends understand you and your lifestyle and what you want um, and, and have these conversations in a respectful way. And look, they're, they're a little bit of lighthearted fun as well. So they're not super serious and they're not big, long things, but there are just a few pages and it's just trying to give people practical way, ways to deal with this because, I know, I've, and I've been lucky, I haven't faced, I haven't had the pressure and the expectation from family like I know a lot of people have. Um, so if there's if there's things that I can share with them based on my research and the, and the things that have happened to me and other people or whatever that helps them in some way, then, you know, I want to be able to do more of that. And that's why I keep creating fun little resources for people, whether it's for things in the workplace, things to manage parents, things that are happening in society to go, this is what we need to be doing. Um, because again, yes, we can whine about it and go, oh my God, someone said this to me and whatever. And it's just like, okay, well, yeah, that was a shitty thing for someone to say, but here's some ways you could probably respond to that. Or maybe you could reframe the conversation or maybe there's a, you know, there's a different way to, to position that. So I think, 
if we, because I think sometimes we can get a little bit touchy and a bit, um, you know, reactive to it sometimes. Oh my God, they're, they're offending me or they're, you know, they're saying something to be mean. And, and it doesn't always come from a place of negativity from some people as well. Like, I think you've got to think about the way that people are saying those things and do they, are they well-meaning? Do they mean it? Are they coming from a place of love or are they, you know, being nasty and mean and trying to put you down and make you feel less than? So we need to remember to really listen to the tone um, and the types of conversations and, and who you're talking to in terms of how you respond to that as well. Because if you're just, you know, you know, jump back at them with something mean and nasty, then that doesn't necessarily help the conversation either. So mm-hmm. about, you know, reframing and rethinking how we, we react to these things. Yeah. I, I'm curious um, because it sounds like you've, you've been, you've been putting out content in all different forms and medias for, for a while now. Do you ever, do you get haters and how do you kind of respond to, or do you at all respond to any kind of that negativity that you get? Yeah, look, of course. I mean, I think anyone in the child-free space gets haters to some degree. I don't get much, because I think because I've built a very strong sort of child-free audience. So most mm-hmm. people that I'm connected to are um, child-free. And look, I'm, I'm always very mindful sometimes of when I'm putting out content going, oh my God, is this going to offend one of my friends who has got kids? You know what I mean? Because I don't want to do anything that's really offensive and upsetting. And, and I'm, I'm not afraid of being a little bit controversial, but if I, I sometimes go, is that going to cross a line where that's just too much? Um, so, and let, look, and if I do get haters and look, you do get that, you know, people will just want to, some people will just want to argue some people and, and right. I'll, depending on how they've approached it, I'll, res- I'll often respond to them. Um, and I'll try and just go, you've missed the point or, hey, it's a bit of fun, lighten up or, mm. you know, or whatever, depending on what the, the content is about. And if they get really nasty um, and they just, because I've had people that go off on totally different tangents and go, what are you talking about? Like that's not even yeah. what the post is about. You've just taken it and just taken it to a whole different level and different conversation. If people are like that and they just don't want to listen, then I might just, I might just like usually I'll block them or something and just go, you know what, I'm sure. very happy to have conversation with people but I don't want to be attacked or like just from, or if you don't want to listen to a different point of view, then I don't really want to engage in that either. So I think you have to judge it on how, who, who like the, how the person's saying it, if they're open to having a, a conversation and go, well, I can agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't expect everyone to agree with everything that I post. I think that's sure. cra- a totally unrealistic expectation thing. Everyone's going to love everything. It's just crazy. Some yeah. people might get upset by it. Some people mightn't like it. That's fine. I'm, you know, whatever. If they don't, they don't. <laughs> like, do? I'm, just, I'm just living my life. It's fine. I'm yeah, good. I'm <laughs> exactly. I'm just going to keep living my fabulous child-free life and just. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. There's so much. So like, I, I feel like we could listen and talk to you all day long, which is a good yes. thing because like your content is that it's you talking about things. Um, so tell our listeners, like, where where can they get started? It's a lot of stuff. So you've got the book, you've got the magazine, you've got all these other things going on, which, by the way, I love that in the magazine, it said, like, 20 child free for travel destinations. And I was like, that subscribe. Like, I need that. <laughs> I need to know where to go to get away from my family. Um, so where can they, like, start? Okay, so if they go to the website, which is a childfreehappilyeverafter.com.au, so don't forget to add the AU because I'm in Australia, um, they'll find 
all those things. So they'll find the the book if they want. They can also, I mean, the book's available on Amazon and all the normal um, online places as well. But if they want an actual physical book sign, they can go to my website. The magazine's available there. Um, all the downloads are available there. I've got um, um, a couple of, like I've got a course there. So if people are undecided as well, there's a, there's a, a child-free choices course they can go and do and help them to figure that out. So that's literally the portal with all of the content and everything that I'm doing. And of course, they can follow me on Insta, which is Child Free Magazine, uh, on Facebook, on, on Twitter, my Child Free TV on YouTube. So there's plenty of places to go. Um, but yeah, Child Free Happily Ever After, the website's probably the main portal to go and grab that information and whatever they need. That's Perfect. awesome. That's awesome. What I'm curious, out of everything that you've done and created, what would you say is like the thing that it will... For for fun sakes, what would you say is like your baby, the thing you're most proud of? Uh, probably the book. Okay. You know, it takes a long time to to create a book. It was a lot of work. Um, you know, it's a bucket list type thing. I, you know, I'm I'm very proud of it. Um, I'm I'm proud of what's in it, and I'm actually working on another project at the moment, um, which is another book, but it's not a. It's actually a um, fictional book. Oh, so it's yeah. So it's going to be full of child-free characters. It's not going to have your typical happy ever after with someone that gets married and have kids. Yay. Um, yes. <laughs> it's going to address a lot of our child-free issues, but in mm -hmm. a story. Um, so I'm, I'm just sort of mapping out characters and, and looking at that at the moment. So that's going to be the next big project. So Incredible. awesome. Oh, so awesome. And I know we, we talked about the book in the beginning, but just give like, is it, is it more of like a portfolio about your life or what's the overview of the book? It's basically um, what I wanted to do with it was share what the reasons why women are having less children, um, you know, what women are doing to, to be fulfilled in life and so forth. But a big part of it is sharing stories of women from all different aspects of the child-free world. So women who are child-free by choice, women who are childless by circumstance, so couldn't have children. Um, it shares stories of mums who are happy mums and mums who've regretted it. Because I think it's really important that when women are making these decisions, they, they're looking at all the different aspects of it. So what life can look like and you can be happy without kids. Um, you know, some people, there are very, there are a lot of people who are, who love being a mum and, and that's a choice that they've made, but there are also people who have done it and regretted it. Mm -hmm. So I think, it's important that, that women see all these different elements and that's what the book shares as well. So there's lots of personal stories in there that are real life people from around the world sharing, you know, you know, their journeys and, and so forth. And, um, you know, and it helped, and, you know, it, it also helps, it has a section about helping people decide what's right for them. Because as I said, the, the premise is all about choice and doing what's right for you at the end of the day. And I think that's really important for, for all women. Yes. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Well, thank you so much for joining us and for our listeners. If you haven't yet, if you weren't Googling it and looking it up <laughs> while we were talking, definitely go and check it out. Um, Tanya, thank you so, so much for sharing everything with us. We really appreciate talking with you. Absolute pleasure. I love having these conversations and I'm the same. I can talk about this stuff all mm. day. <laughs> Well, Vanessa, I don't know about you, but I think that was a fantastic interview and it was a lot of really great information. And you can tell that Tanya is just a woman who knows what she wants to do and what she wants to do is help people. Like, I feel like that's the overall vibe I get from her. Absolutely. Like what you all didn't hear is uh, right when we ended that interview and we were just talking logistics, she actually gave us a little bit of 
of advice and wisdom and was telling us like, keep doing what you're doing. Like she is a champion of the child-free community. So we're not just like plugging her stuff to plug her stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, We really truthfully feel like she is, she's giving you great resources and she's definitely there for the community. Mm -hmm. So just to hit it again, um, we will drop uh, the link for her website and everything on our pages. So you can get there easily. Um, You can follow her on Instagram as well. And that way you can get to all of her stuff. And make sure to listen tomorrow. I know it's going to be a Wednesday. It's going to throw you off, but we are going to be talking with Lily, who is a wonderful artist and has recently dropped the child-free song. So definitely listen to our chat with her tomorrow and don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And we'll talk to y'all later. Yes. Thank you for listening. Bye.